0: All right, happy Sunday. This is a Sunday morning with the Elohim on January 22nd, 2023. We will be on the air for two hours, Gather with our friends on the other side of the veil, and we appreciate your presence. As usual, this is a simulcast with a conference call. Another person joined in. Welcome. If you want to feel free to say name and location.
1: Joan, Dolan's friend.
0: Happy Sunday to you,
2: Joan. Welcome.
1: Hi Joan.
2: Thank you. Hi. Hi
0: Joan. Joan. Hello. Baba Bui. Happy Sunday, welcome. Please say name and location. But, of course, only if you want to. And the next person, welcome. Please say a name and location.
1: Morning, morning, Heist. It's Jeannie in Citrus Heights.
0: Good morning to you, Jeannie. Welcome. Hi, Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. Hi,
1: Jeannie. Hi. Hi. Hello.
0: And good morning, Heist. This is Michael in Horseshoe Bend, Idaho. In Horseshoe Bend. Welcome, Michael. Hi, Michael. Thank you. Hi, Michael.
3: Hey, Michael.
0: Did you move, Michael, or is it the temporary? No, I did move. Oh Oh, wow! Two more people joining. Happy Sunday! Please say names and locations.
4: Yeah, (laughs) Paul
5: is (laughs) speaking
4: from Sedona.
0: Hi. Welcome, Raiden. Hi, Raiden. Hi, Hi, Raiden. Good
2: morning, everyone. Mike and
6: Mary in
2: Nebraska. Mike and Mary. Welcome, Mike. Hi,
6: Mary. Hi, Mike and Mary from Connecticut.
0: Welcome, Mary.
6: Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary.
0: Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary.
6: Hi, thank you. Hi, Terry. Hi. <laughs> hi. hi, Terry. Hi, Mary,
4: Terry. Uh, Mary. Uh, Mary, 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 Mary uh, was it you who asked for a copy of the movie?
6: Yeah, and I just got it today, Wynn. Thank you so much for thinking of me.
4: Okay. I wanted to make sure it went and to the right Mary. Hi, Joy.
1: Yeah. Hi. Hi, hi. This is, yeah, yeah, this is she.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Joy. <laughs>
1: Hi, Hi, Good morning, yeah. and when I I would like a copy of that too because I still haven't seen it recently.
4: This is the squim oh, giggler.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joy, <laughs> I heard I heard your eh, and I knew it was you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was just thinking about um, the audacity of joyfulness. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a new new new, new book title.
2: <laughs> I still haven't read the book that you recommended. Okay, that's all right. right. You, will. you
1: will when you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, no one is right.
2: Yeah.
4: Antonio, you're not sending emails yet, are you? No. Just checking.
2: Maybe after I read the book,
4: that's what I recommended. What's what's the book called? How to Send Emails When You Have Panic Attacks?
2: No. <laughs> the Emotion Code. The Emotion Code. It's what she oh. does, but I'm going to learn how to work. do it.
4: It could work for that, you know?
2: Yes. It worked for a lot of other things, and now I hardly have anxiety or panic attacks. Yay!
7: That's
3: amazing. Oh, I'm not positive, but I think I've already got that book, The Emotion Code.
0: Hmm.
3: Happy Sunday, Thank welcome. Well Please send me a location. Roger and Austin. Welcome, Roger. Hi, hey, Roger. hi Roger! Hi Roger! Hi,
2: hi, 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 hi. <laughs> The emotion code where it... Hi Giggles! It tells you how to
1: release...
2: It shows you how to release really, yeah. really trapped emotions?
5: Yeah,
6: I work with an emotion code um, therapist, yeah, practitioner. Oh, me too i've read that book it's very good
2: <laughs> i'm reading it joy so to
4: learn how to do it joy is an emotion code therapist actually
6: yep. uh, a practitioner she's a practitioner yeah she she helps move the trapped emotions we figure out what they are based on what i'm feeling at the time and there are ways for you to ask your body questions in terms of how it moves, uh, backwards or forwards. So, you know, you can do it on your own as well. I just prefer to work with a practitioner.
2: I don't I don't know how to do it that way, but I use a pendulum to do it.
6: Yeah, I'm sure that, that works that works just as well. I don't have yes. a pendulum at this point.
4: Well, you know, I've right. got the book but I haven't read it. I'm too emotionally unstable. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Lauren is the person who introduced me to it so that I could have another tool in my toolkit. And um mm-hmm. and he said he said it's a quick it's an easy read. And he was right. The book is just really easy to read. Yeah. Is that by
6: Doctor
2: Brad?
0: <laughs> yes.
2: Okay. I'll I'll call you if I...
0: Welcome to the conference call. Please say your name and location.
2: (laughs) Claire. Hi, Claire. Welcome, Claire. Hi, Hi, Claire. Hi, Claire. Claire. I'll I'll call you... I'll call you if uh, if there's big Mm -hmm. words that I don't understand. (laughs) Okay, we should get started.
4: Make sure you
6: get the emotion code list as well. You can get I it have, online.
2: Yeah,
7: I
4: okay.
2: have that. Okay. We're already on BBS, right? Yep. Hello, everybody on BBS. Morning, BBS. All right. Thank you, you for being energetic
5: here. Thank you energetic waves. Nope, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves.
0: Right. And it is January the twentieth. Seconds.
5: Right. Here we go. The recording has started.
4: This is January, January twenty second, two thousand twenty three, and welcome to the person that just came in. And my name is Winfrey, and this is our Sunday morning call, and. We do something that's pretty far out of the box, okay? In fact, you know, if you just hear about it casually, you would say, can that be true? And I don't blame you. I was doing can that be true for three years when I was in the middle of the experience. But to put it in a nutshell, we have made contact with the two-group souls who have been thought of as God at various times in our history. And um, they started talking to me through two consecutive women in my life, and um, and they just wanted me to ask them questions. And, you know, when it first started happening, I said, I bet I'm, they're, I'm, they're going to have a lot of expectations. And are they really who they say they are? And do I really trust them? And, uh, uh, and I invite everyone, when they're exposed to this, to ask the same questions. I can say they really don't have expectations of us. They want to support us in our own goals and challenges and also getting over some of the... Almost everybody has a certain amount of trauma in their life from things that happened in the past, and the past could be in this life or in previous lives. And how do they help you get over trauma? How do they help you get over things? Well, aside from explaining all kinds of things about how the universe works and who they are and where they came from, um, they have explained that in their best, roll with humans, they like to be our friends, our high-level friends. And they're on this line right now, and they're paying attention to everyone on the line and everyone on BBS radio, and you might feel energy on the line. And it's, uh, sometimes it's subtle, and sometimes it's huge. You know, when I do live things, which I haven't done for quite a while, but when I do live things, the energy is huge. I mean, the first time it happened, and I've told this story a million times, was in San Diego when my book came out, The Reincarnation of Edgar Casey*. And I gave a talk at a little expo there, and it was the very first talk, and um, there was this energy in the room, and people could feel it. Well, I didn't know they could feel it. I could feel it. And I thought first, maybe I was just feeling it. But my partner, Terry Brown, was selling books outside of the room. She wasn't in the talk. And uh, when I came out of the room, the talk was over. All these people were gathered around her buying books. And they were saying things like, um, I could see auras in the room. I could see light in the room. I never saw that before. And Terry asked me, What I did, and I said, I don't know, I was just talking, but I saw it, too. So the next day, we had a conversation with the Elohim, and I said, could you explain that energy that was in the room? And they said, that was us. We were helping you. And it's happened ever since then. When I do things in the public, they come in and they give support, and they say that they're connecting with each person on an individual basis, and each person is open to it. And sometimes when people are new, they, they're not open. And I don't blame them. I mean, who is this guy Winfrey and who is this being or whoever that's going to make a connection with me? And do I trust them? So you have to test this out. You have to listen. You have to listen to our conversations with them. And if they are who they say they are, which I have come to believe they are, this is a big deal. It's like putting this... It's like the basis of religion without religion, because you don't have to have faith. You don't have to believe anything. But if you come to the calls regularly... And you start to feel the energy. It's a really big deal to feel the energy of something in a higher realm. Now, as all of you know, all of our regulars know, Terry, who was the channel to bring them in, and we have done thousands of sessions with them, which are posted on our website thespiritchannel.net, TheSpiritChannelOneWord.net, one word, .net. And if you really want to research this, go to the website and listen to some of the channelings that are posted there. And some of them have phenomenal breakthrough information about how the universe works and who Jesus really was, and who the Elohim really are, and ways to break through your patterns. But making the energy connection with them is a huge step in breaking through your patterns, because your patterns are in lower levels, and now you're making connection with something. It's above all that. It starts to give you the opportunity to be above all that all above the, all above above all of your shall we say shadow side or negative side? and I just stopped talking there, so. I gave room for their energy to come in, and their energy will often come in in the spaces. Now, as you all know, Terry, who has blessed us, blessed me by being on these calls for 20 years and thousands of sessions, and, uh, passed away on August of this year, last year, and, um, and now she has been communicating to us from the other side, and she's talked to a lot of people in our group. She's made connection in various ways, a team has formed around her on the other side in the fifth dimension to help support this work, and Joy, who has been one of the regulars for quite some time, called me up a couple, three weeks after Terry died. And said, I think I'm communicating with Terry through my pendulum. And she asked me to make some test questions to see if I thought it was Terry. And for three weeks, I made up questions and I was sure it was Terry. And Terry was helping me to find things in the house. Do you know where this is, where that is? Now she's using a pendulum, so we only get yes or no questions. But let me see Joy, are you there? Yes. Good morning to you.
1: Good morning.
4: We're gonna say hello to Terry. And if joy's here, joy oh, I am here, can confirms, you hear me? I hear you, I hear you. I should have said when joy's here, not if joy is here, okay, <laughs> okay. When joy is present we do we do a hello to Terry with her, and and the pendulum will always be, usually, I think always I don't know.
1: Always, always, always. Be swinging,
4: always swinging wildly. Because Terry yeah. is so happy to be here. Terry loves doing yes. this, and you know Terry is dedicated to the upliftment of humanity. Yeah. And um, uh-huh. and it's even though I miss her physical body, uh, she may be even more effective. On the other side. So, Terry, year. are you are you there? Yes. We're all gonna put our palms up, or any way you want to do it, and just wave to Terry. Should she we call in the light in. first? Uh, oh, I guess we can. Should we, t- should we call in the light, Joy, or should we just do... Uh, oh, Tara's saying yes. Call in the light. Yeah. Okay. Is Cecil
1: here?
0: Are you here, Does
1: Cecil? anybody know over here. Do you want me to do the the new version?
4: Is that... Who is that? Joy?
1: Joy, yeah.
4: Okay, go ahead.
1: All right. One infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and fill everyone in attendance. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, anchoring deep into the center of the earth. And we invite our higher density friends who are service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. And we co-create a loving group energy connection for the highest and greatest good for all, honoring free will.
4: Thank you. Okay, so let's wait to Terry. Hello, Terry.
7: Greetings.
4: Terry and team. And, and in just a moment, in just a moment, we're going to do a replay of one of the most amazing series of calls we ever did. It was under the topic of how the Elohim created the universe. And their energy comes in on the replay. And in this particular call, they explains all the councils they have that interface with our realm. And um, let's see. Before I start the replay, I like to give other people the opportunity to ask a question. And remember, it's got to be a yes or no question, okay? And sooner or later, probably Joy will learn to channel and we'll get verbal answers. But right now, it's yes or no.
5: Right. All participants are unmuted. All participants are unmuted.
4: Does anyone have a question? This is right. I have a question
0: for Terry. Okay. I'm just curious once you move away from this plane here on planet earth to where you are at do you can you understand a multitude of languages from the earth when people call on you yes are those all the languages that you have grown in here on this plane or just everything
4: ah
1: uh, it's not just the ones that she learned when she was here, um, it's everything. Wow yeah yeah that, 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 that joy that was a wow from joy, not from Terry. <laughs> well, maybe Terry was that a wow from you too. yeah, that was from yeah. her also <laughs> okay, thank you. thank you. Anybody else?
4: Terry, I'm sure this was you, but I thought I'd ask just so you could admit it. I had, I think it was two really loud knocks last night. That's one of the things Terry's been doing. She was going around knocking, and so people know she's there. And um, so was that you? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Now, was there something particular you were trying to communicate or were you just it's just a way of expressing love and letting me know you're there?
1: It was, no, it was not something particular. It was expressing love and letting you know she was there.
4: I could feel it. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me, as I recall, there were two knocks. And the second one was really mm-hmm. loud. Is that right? I'm
7: getting a yes.
4: Yes. Uh, Did you have a whole team making that second knock? Yes. And the first knock, did you also have a team? Yes. And do you guys have to go through a training to learn how to make knocks?
1: I'm getting a yes.
4: Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's a big deal. You're in the fifth dimension, and normally, there's not a lot of interface between five D and three D, right?
1: Correct. Correct.
4: And suddenly, now I I was sure the second knock was a physical knock. I mean, sometimes he said you just knock in somebody's consciousness, so they hear it. It sounds like a physical knock, but it's not. But the second one uh, was that. Can you confirm that was that was that a physical knock?
5: I'm getting yes.
4: Okay, and the first one as well. Yes. Yes. Mm. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, is it easier for, t- for you to initiate a knock when I'm sleeping or when I'm awake? Um,
1: is it easier for you to initiate a knock when Wynn is sleeping? Rather, uh, no, no. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't
4: matter. doesn't matter. It, doesn't matter. it seems like most of the knocks come at night. Okay, is it easier to do a knock at night?
1: Is it easier? No. Uh, my, this joy. Uh, my question is: Is it that more that you are more likely to? You've got the quiet to hear it better. Um, yes. It's more isolated and, and and clear a sound for you to hear
4: when mm-hmm. you're quiet. And has this been a common thing that you guys in five D do for lots of people? Yes. Yes. But they don't know where it's coming uh-huh. from normally, do they?
1: You mean the people who are hearing it? Yeah. Um In other words, yes they do they do not usually know where it's coming from.
4: Probably scares them sometimes.
2: <laughs> um
1: yes, yes. Well, <clears throat> you and I Joy Joy and you have both had that experience. <laughs> and some other people okay. on the call too.
4: Yeah. Did you did, Like can you, you talk a little wh- softer? <laughs> <laughs> did, Go ahead. Did you also were you were you also rattling, Joyce fence?
1: Oh, yes. Um. Um. Uh, yeah. Vibrating the top rail of the bar. Bo- the it's a metal fence with five horizontal rails, and the top. Every once in a while, the top rail will just start to gallop, <laughs> and there's nothing uh, around it making nothing. No three D ish thing to make it do that.
4: <laughs> now, how many times has that happened, Joyce?
1: Oh, I uh, gosh, maybe maybe sixty. It's a lot.
4: 60? 60
1: times. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lauren saw it the other day too.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's been Lauren it's a
4: lot.
0: May I ask on those knocks? That you are performing, is there a deeper backlaying reason for doing those knocks?
4: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they want you to know they're there. Well,
1: that's certainly one. one
0: is one. that the main reason?
1: Yes.
4: I mean
1: I th- I think it you know, I get it when when things like that happen I I get that it is um confirmation or corroboration or support for whatever I've been thinking or or whatever I'm doing I just always take it as a real positive like yeah go for it sort of thing or um yeah and Terry's saying yes
0: Is is it just an audible a, thing or is there also a certain energy attached to it that can be absorbed by those that are hearing it?
1: It's not just an audible thing, it's the second part that you said the energy that can be absorbed by those who are receiving it.
4: Derry, That's I think nice. I think Hyes wants a knock, okay? <laughs> 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 I have a question. <laughs> Wait, a Wait a second. Terry, okay.
1: Terry Terry's saying you, yes.
4: <laughs> yes. I don't know. I don't know uh, whether that
1: means yes, Heist does want to knock, or whether that means yes, that they will they'll see what they can do about that.
5: <laughs>
1: you so, mean it so Terry, that
4: you'll see what you can do about that.
1: Yeah. Go ahead.
4: Yeah. Shall we? Uh, uh, shall we ask? See who would like a knock. I bet lots of people would like a knock since we're talking about it. And, oh, I'm uh, getting
1: a no. I'm getting a no. We
4: shouldn't, we shouldn't ask, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, really. It's not a command performance type thing.
4: I have a related well, question. I, yeah.
2: And who's that? Um, okay, an, are you, Antonio. Antonio.
1: Antonio has mm-hmm. a question first.
2: I have what I think is a cricket in my room, and it. it chirps every night but I don't know if it's Cherry doing it or if it's just a regular cricket. Because it kind of sounds
1: like more ter- to Terry, are you chirping to Antonio? No. Is it a is it a cricket? It's a cricket. It's oh. a cricket. It's a huh? cricket that loves you. It's a cricket that loves you. It's an earth elemental communicating with you. No. Oh. Thank you. Because it knows who you are. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and my my computer screen, It. once in a while it sounds like, I hear like a cracking sound from it. And it's kind of loud, so I don't know if that's Terry.
1: I'm getting that that is.
2: Is she telling you to get off the computer? <laughs>
1: No. <laughs> Who else?
2: And one more question. Oh, okay. Okay. Hold on. Yes. Um, a...
1: um
2: is it possible for me to channel?
1: Yes. <laughs> okay, next. <Thank> you. <laughs>
4: This is John. You're
1: this is Hi John.
4: Hi John. I have a related yeah, question. Um, when I was very young, um, still being at my uh, parents' house, I used to hear knocks above my ceiling. That was the attic, and no one died in that house. My parents are still alive, and I had no idea who it was. Can you tell me? Is it was it Jesus or was it someone else? Or ca- any idea who, who it could be?
1: Okay. Okay, um, yes, um, was it Jesus? I'm getting it was Jesus. Really?
4: I just guessed that, I didn't even know.
1: <laughs> yeah, but your guesses no, I just, I, I are, just wa- are pretty I, right on.
4: Yeah, I just want to say... I'm getting a
1: yes, yeah, wait, hold on, wait, I, this is conf- confirming John, I'm Terry's saying yes, your guesses are are usually right on. <laughs>
4: I don't know how I even guessed that. I, guess. uh, I had no idea. Um, what was he trying to communicate what, what, with the knock? I mean, what was he just trying to communicate? like?
1: Uh, I don't think uh, I can tell you that. I don't know
4: either. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: okay. That was a while ago. Let's focus on now. Yeah, I, you know,
4: yeah. Sorry, I, just, I just didn't know who it was. And the... <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it was double knock everybody. or triple knock.
1: Okay when going... Going... Yeah. win when
4: I'm just going to mention that if you happen to be on BBS and you're not one of our regulars consider this an experimental call because right. it is it, it would be very hard to believe that what we're doing is really happening. And, you know, we've had lots and lots and lots of phenomena over years that have convinced me and a lot of the people on this call that this is real. We really have made this communication and that there's more to it than just getting knocks. And you're going to hear a recording of Terry and um, we get more of an idea. And I'm just a witness here. These things have been happening around me. And I couldn't believe it when they started to happen. And, and then for a while it says, I must be in a science fiction movie. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> just, you know, be curious. Come back more than once. Because, um, hello, you're building the connection. And hello, hello, is somebody saying hello?
1: Somebody was, and it wasn't Terry.
4: (laughs) Okay, you're building the sooner, and sooner or later, we'll even have somebody, somebody's gonna channel. There is one person who's a professional that uh, lives in Sedona, and I booked her to see if Terry would come through. And the first thing she said is, Okay, I've got Terry. And my first question was, What is, I just wanted to test it. I said, What's the name of the person who's using a pendulum to talk to you? And she answered, she says, joy, and of course, that's the right answer, and that's joy, who is that on the line. This is like one of the little ways that I just convinced myself that it's real. And, uh, um, and if you keep listening, you'll probably come to that conclusion. But the best thing is, if you keep listening, you start making an energy connection with these higher sources, And that actually speeds up your evolution. Um, We're all evolving souls. We all exist forever. We all reincarnate. And we're on a path to, like the Joni Mitchell song, We Gotta Get Back to the Garden. Okay. And uh yeah. and and this is an opportunity to get back to the garden. You will notice the people that are on the call are really up tone. They really support each other, they support the work. And um that's the good news. And Yes, it's hard to believe. I agree. Except if you're sitting in the middle of it for a while, it becomes impossible not to believe it, even though your mind is saying, this is impossible. I mean, that's what happened to me. I'm a very logical um, person. You know, I come from a scientific background. One time I thought I was going to be a physics major, And I have to test things to be willing to put them out. Now, is Joy a perfect person? Uh, In most cases, she's been really good. But occasionally, she gave an answer that I knew or I wasn't sure was right. So I'm not like here giving up my power to Joy or to Terry uh, or to anything, but I'm here to learn what I can and expand as much as I can. And on that note, uh, we're going to play a session. Let's see. It's 11.40. We're going to go to 1.00. And, um, this was the fourth call we did on how Elohim created the universe.
5: All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves.
4: And it starts out with um, me talking, attempting to catch people up. With Folks, some you of you know movie. it. You have tuned in to Johnny Carson and Ed McMahon.
5: <laughs> All participants are on hold. All participants are off hold.
4: <laughs> and welcome. I didn't mean to start it yet because I'm starting it. This was actually done on November 19th, 2012. And I'm going to talk a little bit, bringing everybody up to speed, and then Terry, when she's in her body, is going to be answering questions, and you'll see what happens. And just for the record, if you're on VBS, one point I asked them, was Terry ever anybody famous? In a past life. And they told me to look up St. Catherine of Siena, who I never heard of. So I Googled St. Catherine of Siena. I found the story of this young woman, I think she was 14 years old, who was going into the local Catholic church. And they would write down everything she said, because they thought God was speaking to them through her. When she died, all of these challenges were compiled in a book called St. Catherine's Dialogues with God, and it became a classic of Catholic literature, and... Terry was the spitting image of St. Catherine. And as as I read more and more, I just knew that St. Catherine was Terry. Okay? And I asked them, why did they do that? What did they... What was the outcome of it? And they said... They were trying to fix some of the corruption in the Catholic Church through St. Catherine. That's what they told me. And uh, so we're just about to start. Here we go. Essentially, sometimes there might be some bleed-through. We're going to have to do a whole show on Dr. Marshall, because he happens to be Terry's favorite alternative health practitioner, and just coincidentally he happens to be the Elohim's favorite health practitioner. So this was I'm just make a I'll make a side comment here. You know, we would do all these channelings and when people have health issues, Terry would always recommend Dr. Marshall's products. And it sounded like it was part of the channeling. It sounded like the Elohim were recommending it. And I decided that that was Terry bleeding through at the time, which happens in channeling. This is one of the reasons you can't just be blind followers of channelings because it's possible for the person who's channeling to bleed through from their own mind. It's also possible for a negative source to take over the line. So let me continue... There might be bleed through there, but it doesn't matter because it's all good because Dr. Marshall is good, and um, regardless, um, we've had a lot of people who have been referred to him that have said good things about him. So we're going to make a quick review before we go into the session today and give you an idea of what we've learned so far so don't have to uh, feel left out. So there was a time, billions of years ago, when there was no physical universe. There was a time when there was just chaos. Now, there's this one mystery that we can't solve. Somehow, chaos became aware of itself. That's the one... We can't figure out how did chaos become aware of itself. But it did. And it had an awareness, and it was just one awareness. It didn't think of itself as God, but it became lonely. And it said, I'd like other awarenesses. And it found that in some mysterious way, it could subdivide its energy like an amoeba and suddenly there were two, and then there were four, and then there were hundreds, and then there were millions. And those subdivisions became known as the Elohim. And they could commiserate with each other. They could be friends. But they were pure energy. They didn't have bodies. And nothing lasted. Everything was energy. So if they would think of something, it would be there, and then it would disappear until the next thing came up. So there was a constant building up of new project, call them projections, and they could see, feel, whatever the word is, each other's projections, but nothing persisted. So then the idea came up of how can we make something persist, and they were energy. And without going into the big details, you can go into our archives, because this is a fascinating series of talks, How the Elohim Created the Universe. They learned to concentrate their energies, and they would work together at doing it. They would all uh, focus energies and frequencies, and it would create... Keep in mind, there was no time, there was no space... There was time. There had to be time because existence requires time. It requires a before and an after. So there was the beginnings of time, but there was no space. And, um, but time was arbitrary. It was constantly changing, moving at different speeds. And so they started to collaborate on sending frequencies. And two of them would send a frequency out, and there would be a node, and that node would become a new point in space-time, and a point of creation, and the beginnings of galaxies and planets. And initially, this whole exercise was a game. It was like an aquarium. It's like, wow, look at that. This is the way they described it. And they were excited at creating uh, persistence out of nothing. And eventually um, they created the first uh, animal life, which was, they said was amoeba. And we have a whole um, audio, probably two years ago, on how they created amoebas, and how they were excited when amoebas shared energy with each other, which was the first sex. And so it was obviously a very long time, but it wasn't a long time in their realm, because time moved at a different speed, and things were evolving. Everything has free will. So everything in the universe is alive, and everything has free will, as we even learned in the Carla Rucker raw material, as we talked about for the last two weeks, where... um, The sun has its level of jurisdiction. The solar system has its level of jurisdiction. And in the raw material, they call it the logos, the logi, the sub-logi, and humans are sub-sub-logi. And um, we all have free will. Why did they give us free will? Well, because they'd have to pay a lot of attention to us if they didn't. And they just wanted to let it go where it goes. And they were creating this hopefulness of beings that would grow into Godhead, grow into spirit. And some of the Elohim came into this realm. Initially, they would come into this realm and they would work with the Elohim in the other realm, and they would be engineering DNA. And then some of the Elohim that came into this realm, and many of them, got trapped here. And once they got trapped, they realized they had a lot of power over the indigenous people that were occupying this realm, and um, that it was more fun in this realm if Volume you, up, please. It was, is that better now? Is that better? Perfect, perfect. Thank okay. you. Sorry, more, I
1: didn't mean to interrupt you.
4: Sorry. That's okay. It was more fun in this realm when you had slaves, because this realm took a lot of work to be in. And so they started creating slaves, and and they, they lost their connection over time, with the celestial Elohim, and um, if you read the Bible, it says the sons of God mated with the daughters of men. So now we have these descended Elohim um, having sex with humans, and um, you know a couple of interesting things that I never heard before that in the course of this, how the Elohim created this realm was, uh, I asked them the question, so where do new souls come from? When there's a new being in this realm, and by the way, once this thing had its own momentum, a lot of the new beings that would end up here um, were engineered by the descended Elohim, including humans, okay? And they were very advanced, but they weren't God. They never were God. the behold, even the one infinite creator, which was the first cause, was not God, not in the conventional sense. The universe was God, and we were all little cells in the universe, each of us, everything, and it was one being. But um, it was the subgroups of all the that were administering it, the Elohim and the Ra groups, and maybe others. But they were trying to make it all work, and they watched it go negative. Maybe it got more negative than they wished. And the thing about it is, is that it's playing out down here, and it's like guys like me are pulling people into the positive, so they can hold the space, so they can make the connections with the Elohim and the Ra groups, and the Law of One. That's the game, and um, if enough people make connection, the positive wins. And if they don't, the negative wins. It's as simple as that. And it's a free will choice. So it's like your free will choice realizing that. How many people have you told about our calls? Okay? How many people have you reached out to? That's the game. If you're not doing it, we're doing it. And if there's not enough people, the negative wins. That's not what a lot of New Age people say. And they're saying it's a pre- it's a pre, uh, predestined game. The positive's going to win. Well, quite frankly, I hope they're right because I'm not attached to this point of view. I'm just telling you, I can't validate it. I'm just telling you what we've learned from talking to them over such a long period of time. And so I started to say, at some point I said, where does a new soul come from? In other words, how does that work? Is the Elohim sitting up there saying, oh, we got a body, we got a manufacture in his soul, and boom, there it goes? No. It's not how it works. DNA in the new in the new being in this realm, the DNA attracts energy from the great pool of undifferentiated light and attracts it around it, pulls it in, and that becomes the individuation. And then when the being dies, the individuation remains and comes into another being. And so now you have all these individuations, and it, and it happens automatically. Apparently it happens automatically. It doesn't take any monitoring for this to occur. That's the way the design worked. So according to the DNA, and if somebody's engineering DNA, They have a lot of uh, control over what comes in, and um, so we all started from nothing, and we attached to some DNA down here, and we became something, and the energy continued in the process that is normally called reincarnation. And as the DNA gets more evolved, the nature of the energy surrounding the DNA gets more evolved. And we've asked questions about that. It's approximately, you know, there's 12 strands of DNA. Two strands are considered uh, real and 10 strands are considered junk. Well, what I've learned is that each strand of DNA is like an antenna to the greater universe or a microcosm to the greater universe. So when you have one strand open, um, you're in your first chakra. When you have your second strand open, you're in your sexual chakra. And when you have your third strand open, you're in your heart sh- you're in your power chakra, your solar plex. And when you have your fourth strand open, you're in your heart chakra, uh, which is um, compassion and empathy. And then it goes fifth, sixth, seventh, seventh. Seventh one is the top of your head. Now, most of you people, most of, you know, I don't want to say most of you people, most people are working on their fourth chakra. And in order to graduate this realm, they need it half open, slightly more than half, so they can evolve to the next level. And um, so that's up to the seventh chakra, the seventh strand of DNA. Now, the next five strands of DNA connect to the greater universe. It connects outside of your body into different expansions
2: of the greater
4: universe. And how do you expand? How do you open a a DNA um, string? Well, you be in the presence of someone or something or some group that has that energy open, and you be in it long enough, and it opens your energy, and eventually that strand becomes open. So those of you who are coming into our Sunday grid healing and feel that expansion, Outside of your body, when we do that, guess what? You are expanding into the universe. Over time, the energy is going to hold with your DNA strands in such a way that they just stay open and you can hold that space. But in the meantime, it's like new. It's a new experience. And so you need to have it over and over again before it integrates. Now, it's probably more, you know, more than you need to graduate this realm. But the other thing is, just because you're open to all there, that doesn't mean your heart's open. You still need to get your heart open because that's the next level. Now, you don't have to go to the, to the next density of the heart chakra. Apparently, people are going to return to the highest level they can touch into in the, you know, in this period of shift. So um, that is my rough approximate explanation, and I'm going to go back and I'm going to ask some questions about this. Um, that, you, you really, what You seem a little bit too close to the microphone. I'm too close to the mic? Yes. I can't win. Uh, is my sound a little worse this week? No, it's it, it's okay. It was just earlier
0: before somebody requested to be louder. It was you were too close to the mic already, but then, then it got worse.
4: All right, thank you for letting me know, um, Terry. Are you there, yes, Terry? Yeah, I'm here. Did you just unmute the phone?
1: Yeah, I did, uh, but you you sound kind of muffled or like you're in a
4: box. I sound like I'm in a box today? Yeah. You know what? I haven't been able to find my good headset my little while headset. I don't know how it disappeared. It's so big, but uh, it's disappeared for the moment. Um, but I've already done all my talking. I'm just going to be asking questions. And um, hopefully I'll, I'll turn my room apart till I find it tomorrow. Father God, we ask for the presence of the light, surround, protect, tell myself, and every person on this line, and, and everyone on the replays and on the internet, and that any activity be taken to the highest realms of light and transmuted to the highest good of light. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe, through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection, while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls, and we invite those sources that are positive, positive, positive. to Honoring the law of one to join with us, we create a protected space that only the positive has access to, and anything not of that nature must leave now, and we open it up to our nurses to give their opening comments, and perhaps make any corrections the way that I recalled the history of this particular topic has begun. Thank you.
1: We greet you in the love light of the One Infinite Creator. This is the 19th of November 2012, and we are particularly focused in the area of uh, Sedona, Arizona uh, at this time. And we expand out, and we look at the areas underlying the United States and beyond. We see the beginning of winter. We see cold berries. We see blowing snow farther north. We greet each and every one of you who is within the sound of the voice, and we are nonlinearly present with each of you who wishes to make contact or wishes us near. Do you have questions?
4: Well, the first question was Did I give a good approximation uh, in my quick view of the history? Thank you. Some
1: of the things um, that you spoke of in that. In the beginning, there was awareness. However, to have awareness, one must have something to be aware of. So when there was two manifestations, there began to be something that each manifestation could then be aware of. Each intelligence could then be aware of the awareness of the other. And as such, they began to have their own experience. This was the beginning of experience. Then each individual having their own experience, which was different than the other's experience then began to have a need for sharing, a need for communication, a need for love between the two, a need for nurturing, a need for caring, a need for the fulfillment of knowing that another had the experience of connection with them. Then as individuals' experiences became more diverse, it became harder for some to connect with others. However, at the core, the main desire of the fulfillment of true connection remains. Those are some of our comments.
4: Uh, at that time, did the subgroupings start to create groups among themselves like clubs or sub I know that now when it's been described, it's been described that the LOC are many, a number of subgroups which each have a particular role or function in the administration of the universe, Uh, when does that start to happen, before or after the beginning of physicality? It is
1: a continuous flow from one thing to another, and the individuals then naturally fell into their own place as they saw needs or as they were creative in making things happen and things were a natural outcome of the individual's desires and intentions. So It was from the beginning when there were one awareness noticing another awareness when individuals began to take a role, the role developed over time and Each thing was a natural outflow of the other going back to the desires and intentions of the individuals involved.
4: Were there ever any arguments about how things should be done, or was it always obvious the next thing?
1: Is individuals developed a different, had different experience than each would develop a group, and the group within itself would have major agreements. However, another group might have major disagreements with the first group to the point even of warring. However, this was after there was physicality, and physicality then even became fought over. Before there was physicality, there was a real camaraderie as there was not the divergence into motives that were so self-centered that it excluded others.
4: Can you share uh, what some of the groups, the subgroups of the Elohim are and their different functions? We've, we, I know we've um, had the Council of On
2: identified
4: and that uh, it's the Council of Ron that is identifying itself with the ra On name. And the Council of Ron was said to be, explained to be, a translator of the language of the higher realms into the language of a particular uh, uh, planet or subplanet sub-language on a planet. And so, what are some of the other groups, and what do they do?
1: There are mathematical languages that we speak, the language of connection, the language of rotation, uh, the um, actual... Geometries that we project that we within our abilities to send or to impart, we impart the mathematical. Constructions which contain hyperdimensional geometries, which then we are able to um, propel ourselves to the vicinity of other groups who are working within focusing mechanisms, developing focusing mechanisms, developing potential models for focusing mechanisms called life, and seeing which are most appropriate for space, for survival, Within the areas of the galactic, um, we would say union, but we do not mean this in terms of people, we mean this in terms of space and the creation of location that then could be occupied by these focusing mechanisms. We work in terms not of three dimensions, But in terms of astral projection, and when one makes an astral projection, it, within the projection, inherent in it, has the essence of life, the essence of manifestation, the essence of awareness that is then able to connect with other focusing mechanisms via astral telepathy, via just knowing. The or other divisions such as the coordination of frequencies so that they harmoniously can blend to create matter and they can... Come together not as a focusing mechanism in the terms of a uh, form so much as a focusing mechanism to uh, congeal a vibration that then can respond to other focusing mechanisms of a similar sort and can be available in or manifest in harmonics of each other and can make a delightful and aware music of the spirit.
4: Thank you. Uh, Hi, excuse me, let's not break this frequency but Hi's am I clear now can you hear me okay
1: you have a hum in the background slightly but you are clearer
0: yes a little better than what it
3: was
4: I'm getting complaints or I got some emails but they were back uh, from people telling me they're having a hard time hearing see, those... you
1: have a hum in the background
4: um, if we can wait just one second, I'll switch to another headset and see if it gets better. I have it. just take 20 seconds, just a moment.
1: The hum has gone. The hum is back. There is a Hum, is that perhaps a connected to your can you hear me? touching of something? Yes, we can hear you. However, there is a an electronic hum when you connect.
4: All right, I'm gonna just talk through the computer microphone.
1: We do not hear you. Experiences, conflicts within oneself. Conflicts can be of a lower nature but they can extend into a very great refinement of problems. Conflicts in a sense, are problems where there is one energy and a resistant energy. There is one idea and a conflicting idea, and they are butting heads against each other. This creates a lockup of flow, so that flow cannot happen. The individual is in a moving universe, a flowing universe and to stay present with all of his body machinery and all of his mind machinery takes flow to have all of these conflicts that lock up and create problems for an individual. It can be removed to the degree that the conflicts are removed, and the person has a clear signal of how to proceed without worrying. Worrying is, a sense, a lockup. Uh, will this happen? Will that happen? It's a lockup of two different things that could... The potential of two, and... One needs to be able to get to focus upon the one and to move through from one thing to the next, to move with the time, to move with what is happening, not necessarily to go along with everything, but to accept that it is happening, Once one accepts it, one can dismiss it, even if they accept it well enough, and then move to the flow that they wish to achieve, the path they wish to move on. Do do you hear us?
4: I do hear you. And am I clear right now? No. This is not clear. Okay. Um,
1: just moment. So, Grace is another department that we have, and they are at a different frequency than the Translation Unit. The Translation Unit, which we are, is of a lower vibration which is like a step-down transformer to connect the higher realms of the Elohim, stepping down through the translation unit, both in English and in vibration to a lower vibration, to further connect with the third density realm and to move into awareness within the third-density realm to create awareness where awareness is needed in your third-density realm.
4: So, as I get it, there is a flow that has to begin from the human who is able to send a signal without conflict into the higher realms. If the human has got fear... If they have internal divisions, if they're stuck in relationships with a lot of drama, then their signal doesn't get through. If their
1: signal
4: is blocked, yes. Yeah. And their signal starts to get through, and as it gets through, something picks it up. And then it, if, it, if, it, if it goes through a certain criteria where it can go up to grace, and grace is able to um, work with the geometries of it and to change something that downloads into a physical transformation, something that looks like a miracle. Now, when grace does that, do the mathematicians come in also and help to create that flow, or is it um, just coming straight from grace through
1: We we could not understand all of what you said. We we go back to the point about criteria. Criteria is not an exactly right word. It's like, does the intention ring like a bell? Does the intention create a vibration that moves through all is everything and rings grace's bell can the vibration of the intention the pure desire can it resonate and if it does then grace will resonate back and will they cold and will come to help.
4: Thank you. you. Am I clear now? Is that okay?
1: You better.
4: Okay. I'm very sorry about this microphone tonight. Um we know there are like many, many populated planets in the universe. Uh does the LOE oh, pay attention? to, like, thousands of planets simultaneously? Are there enough Elohim to do that? Are other planets calling on the Elohim? Are there many planets that are separated?
1: We pay attention to vibration. There are many planets that are not so muddled as the Earth realm, and we pay great attention and have great bonding with those planets. With the Earth Planet there is much intention counterintention and much being wound up within one's own intentions and counter intentions and problems and so that does not ring through to us as much as some of the other planets.
4: Could we say the Andromeda system has a very good connection with the yellow here, for example?
1: There are planets within a, the Andromeda system that ring through like a bell, and there is great joy there, and there is great beauty there, both in form... And in yeah, actions, beautiful actions between individuals.
4: And how about, for example, uh, the series? Do they connect with the other?
1: You're talking about series? Series, yeah. It is more. as some more of the vibrations of like Earth, it is more um, planetary-wise has uh, more uh, problems, and uh, there is more of a different sort of life Which outshadows in the, outshadows, uh, some of these similar life forms to your planet. There is an energy there of a different sort that is not as connecting to the higher realms, but is more within that planetary mm, manifestation.
4: How about Arcturus?
1: Uh, Give us a moment. There are some primitive societies and there are some advanced um, technological uh, societies, they do not have a spiritual resonance as some uh, um, of the planets on the, um, and in Andromeda.
4: Thank you. Andromeda is one of the more higher locations.
1: Yes. The
4: yes. It's been... So, uh, it, you know, we have... Groups... This will be my last question. We have groups here in in other realms that are considered service to self, reptilians, whatever. Uh, Are they offshoots of the Elohim that have mutated into the present state? There are some
1: generally... uh, those life forms start out very pure and then as they have experiences happen to them and they pick up adverse waveforms, it is like a computer that gets corrupted and they begin to uh, experience blockages that they can't get past, angers that they can't get through, and they have a tendency then to have a period of working through those angers, trying to figure out how to break through, even if it is by force, and then... They can begin, and some experiences after they have lost sight of the higher realms can begin to work in the area of greed to a great extent and think of themselves in their survival and their loss.
4: Thank you. Um, I think we're at 7.59 6.59 and it's time to close this call I'd like to ask all of us to bless our planet ask our sources to work with us to bring energy of upliftment to this planet to ourselves and to our neighborhoods and to our families to our healings and I thank you all for being here and supporting this work. And I'm going to unmute everybody. You on Wednesday when we answer questions.
1: Unmuted.
0: Vin, are you
4: back? I am back. I was muted, sorry. <laughs> uh is Joy here. Is CJ here?
1: Yes.
7: <laughs> Can you hear me? I am here.
4: I hear you. Okay. Do we have a healing list today, CJ? Yes. Okay. We
7: have four people on the healing list.
4: Okay. Now, if anyone wants to get on this list that's not on it, In the Light. Intelligent-Infinity, okay?
1: Or perhaps they could yeah. just speak it if they're on the line? After after we do the ones that have been that CJ has? Uh, uh,
4: yeah, okay. That's what we'll do. All right. Just a second.
5: All participants are unmuted.
4: Okay. Hey, I'm just curious. Um, did you guys track that? Last session we did.
7: Yes. Brilliant yeah. session.
1: Very interesting.
4: Yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to mute everybody no. again. <laughs> so, when? You might have to. Ha- yeah.
1: Um, Hello. When I say yes, I tracked with it. I have to say yes, I tracked with most of it, but I know there are times when I blip out because either because it's above my head at the moment,
2: Uh or
1: or and then I and then I come back in. So there's 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 almost always in in when Terry's channeling, it's it's so um, it's so high above my head in some areas that that I just kind of. Face out for a moment and then and then come back in. So that I just qualified my answer of yes, I, I was with it.
3: <laughs> hey, right. I do the same thing. Thank you. I do the same thing.
4: <laughs> you know, and I you think, think one of, those... yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. I I'll, I'll, I'll say something and I'll be thinking about it and then I'll miss what she's saying because, I'm, I'm, yeah. like she says, I just flip out thinking about it, you know. Right. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, I think part of what happens is you start moving into higher realms while you listening, and th- they start pulling patterns out of you, um, energies, I think. I'd have to ask that. Don't believe that. I never asked it, okay? Oh. Is that... Um, is that... Wait a
1: minute. Wait a minute. Start... Wait a minute. Is that true? That's Yes, that's true.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm getting,
1: I'm getting through the pendulum, carrying team that that's true.
4: Yeah. Okay.
1: May I
3: see? So
0: it will be beneficial to listen oh. again and again to pick up exactly.
3: more. Exactly. If you could play it back and back, or if you had it and you could you could stop yeah. it, run it back, play it over again, you know. Hmm. Okay. There's a
1: female voice who wants to speak. Go ahead. Hi, it's Claire. Um, I, my experience of, of that was I traveled with everything Terry said. It made complete sense, and I'm just asking for support. My whole body's shaking. I'm just trembling, extreme trembling right now. And I think what was just spoken by Lynn is what's happening to me. Something's being released. At least I hope so. Unless I'm getting yes. Uh, there's an energetic attack. I mean, I am just... From, from the bottom of my feet to the top of my head, trembling, and it's not a pleasant feeling right now. But the the download of this okay. Terry was delightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm I'm getting from Terry and team that that you are releasing stuff. So just breathe and re- breathe and relax as much as you can. But just remember, just some like some deep belly breathing, some long, slow, wonderful breaths,
4: and drink water. Yeah. And Claire, Claire, do you want to be on the yes. list today?
7: Yes, yes.
4: please. Uh, <laughs> Cigna, May I
7: also put, have
4: cl- something? Just a moment. Let me just finish cool. it, what I'm doing now. Yeah. In, in just a moment, Seija, uh, uh, put Claire on the list. And Claire, how shall we, how shall we phrase the healing for you?
1: I want to say clearing all entities and being more in alignment with the Elohim and the Ra'an. I I, I feel the healing I need is is allowing the clearing, but I need extra protection. I feel I need more protection. Mm -hmm. I feel really vulnerable.
4: Okay. You got that, Deja?
3: I have got it. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Deja, did you get my email?
7: Um, well, I haven't checked
3: because I've been on the call, but I'll check after. <laughs> okay. Well, it just, it, it, I just learned about a friend who's having some real health problems, and it was just at the very last minute, and I sent you an email to put her on the healing list. But if you can't find it, I can okay. just tell you what it is. It's real simple.
1: Um, Okay, let me check. You know, and CJ, just how about if you do your beginning of your stuff and we just get right in it so that when people speak this sort of thing, we can just handle it right then and there. We don't have to say it twice. That might be an idea, Edward, if you could speak that one.
7: Um, Because I haven't, I've got a massive download of emails and I'm going to have to quit my... Email application to, um, to to stop this huge download of emails. Okay.
4: listen, listen. We, we have enough time to go through everything. Okay,
3: we have. Uh, let's see, forty. We got twenty. You don't minutes. need to do that now. Uh, no, can let, I just let, let let
4: wait the
1: question Cj calls in her light. Wait, 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 wait. Cj, um, let's let's not. Let's not speak our request yet until you have you have your your yes. your ceremony that you speak you know let's have you do that first and then and then we'll we'll take on the the ones that are being spoken and the written ones or the written ones and the ones that are being spoken
7: Yes, I shall read the healing list and uh if you guys want to make do- um Requests after I finished, um, then you can speak that. Otherwise, um, you can just submit it to the form, and if you submit it now, I will check the top of the list to make sure that I've got your, your request.
4: Okay. Thank you. Thank you, C.J. And thank uh, you. May
7: I ask a question about
6: the broadcast we just had before? Uh, go ahead okay, um it's Mary, and during uh the broadcast, um I started to drift off a bit, not in the deep sleep in a very twilight kind of sleep, and I guess I just wanted to ask uh during that, I had a vision of what looked like a well it was a very bright blue light, very crystalline <laughs> looking and I was just wondering if that was. Something from the Elohim
1: or Terry? No, not not Elohim. Ra. That sounds like Ra.
4: Blue usually indicates Ra. You know, one time I was giving a public talk and somebody took my picture, and I, you know, usually there's pink with the Elohim and light energy, and the Ra group is more so. Smaller, they're smaller, and uh, there was this big blue orb on my elbow, right? <laughs> and I, I asked a question about it. Uh, not, I mean, after the event, I said, uh, "What is that blue on my elbow?" And they said, "One of the Rod group members was uh, attending your talk." <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> you're listening on so DBS. Hooray. remember <laughs> uh.
1: I just really? said hooray was it mary yeah. Is Mary who experienced that <laughs> so hooray Mary
6: yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> Mary, did you watch the movie
6: no I, I told you I had just gotten it um I just saw it this morning, so i will I will mm-hmm. absolutely watch it though yeah
2: okay.
1: When,
4: yeah. tell people well, her- what
1: movie you're talking about.
4: Hurry up. Well, Aaron, Aaron Kraft and I made a movie together. It's coming out really good. You know, this work we do is really out there. And it's, it's hard to present it to people, like, in a way that new people can get a hint of what it's about. So we really, Aaron is very creative. He's a professional. And we have, I think we've done a really good job. He's done the best job. All I did was I told my story. There's so many, so many things that have happened that have convinced me, oh my God, this is real. I'm not a follower. You know, I'm a very independent guy. And, uh, and I'm also, I try to be, In certain areas, I try to be responsible, and I don't want to put anything out into the world that's compromised. So, um, all the things that happened, and there's numerous things, you know, which convinced me this is real. And it's it's like they said, no one has ever done, put them out like I put them out, because... Most people, it becomes religious. They just believe whatever they say, you know. And I don't do that. And so, in any case, anybody else wants a copy of it, it's not quite finished yet. When it's finished, we'll put it on YouTube. Um, but if anyone wants to see a copy of it, it's 98% finished. Um, email me, and you'll get it. Okay. Or you can email BBS or something. If you're on BBS and you don't have my email, just email to BBS and say forward to wind. And uh, okay, back to you, Celia. Enjoy. Okay,
7: just let uh, let me find out Claire's location. Sedona. Claire, uh, where is Sedona? Okay. That's superb. And if we could please call in the light, the Father, mm-hmm. Mother, God version. Well, we already <laughs>
1: did. We already, we already did that in the beginning.
7: Oh, we already did that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'll do my own little calling in of the light. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We did have a tradition of calling in the light before um, doing any healing requests. I ask for the love light to surround and protect each and every person on the healing list. Each and every person that is a subject of the healing list. Each and every person... Listening to this call, listening to a replay, or reading a transcript. And I thank the Elohim for their guidance and their healing and their loving energy and their help with each and every person's request, whether it be on the list or spoken in the mind. Thank you. Claire from Sedona. Thank you for putting Claire into the love light, for complete bodily healing, for clearing of any
1: entities, and for protection. Thank you. Your request is received with love, and anybody who wants to join in for each of these, we're going to have 10 seconds of light, what we call light buddying, um, focusing our, our light for each person's request. So if you want to join in, here we go.
7: Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Ken from Missaguire, Canada, please put my shoulder into the love light for continued
1: healing. Thank you. Okay. Ken, your request is received with love. and. Here we go for 10 seconds for Ken on his shoulder. Go.
7: (laughs) Okay, thank you. Thank you, Fija from England. Thank you, our beautiful friends in the higher realms with gratitude and love your divine intervention and manifestation of the Christ consciousness, bringing peaceful resolution, clearing and healing of the highest order over the earth. Thank you for the people of our service to others, taking positions of power and influence. Thank you for your loving protection that surrounds them now. Thank you for upholding truth and justice in our law courts, and justice system, and for your divine wisdom that guides all in the loving energy of the Christed light, honoring that which is paramount, free will, for the highest and greatest good of all concerned in all timelines, densities, and dimensions, now and forever, and so it is. Thank
1: you. Thank you, Sija. Um, Your request is received with love. And everybody, if you want to jump in, here we go. Ten seconds. Ready? Go.
7: Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> John <laughs> from Las Vegas. Please put Kathleen Welsh from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and Lauren Lorenzania from Forks, Washington into the love light for complete
1: healing of all their health issues. Thank you. Um, John, your request is received with love, and let's do 10 seconds for each. 10 seconds for Kathleen. Well, from Albuquerque. All ready? Go. Okay. And now, um, thank you. And now, ten seconds for Lauren. Ready? Go. Wonderful, thank you. Thank you.
7: John goes on to say, please put decentralized cryptocurrencies into the love light for massive worldwide adoption, for them to be become legal tender. Thank you for this perfect and fair monetary system that honours privacy, is free from taxation and free from surveillance. Please help decentralize cryptocurrencies to become more accessible and easier for people to use and understand. I ask that all of the above be done for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. Thank you.
1: Thank you, John. Okay, Uh, 10 seconds for cryptos and everything that John was requesting. Ready? Go. Okay. Thank you. And, of course, thank when you. I say ten, 10 seconds for this and 10 seconds for that, it's always your choice whether to join in in those 10 seconds or not. Okay. Yeah, Sija. Thank you.
7: Cecil from near Seattle, Washington. Oh. Dear, dear friends, thank you for your healing influence of my swollen feet and ankles with open sores. Thank you for helping heal my spleen and gallbladder. Thank you for helping me to control my diet, to help my diabetes. Thank you for all you have done for me in the past. It is much appreciated. Love and light and many blessings. Cecil, thank you.
1: Mm -hmm. Cecil, the request is received with love and, and here we go for 10 seconds for support of Cecil's request. Ready? Go. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I will just check the top of the list. So while you're checking, in the meantime, is there anybody else who verbally wants to add something? Yes, yes. I would. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Female. No, female goes. And who are oh, you? Okay. I can't recognize.
6: Uh, okay. It's Mary from Connecticut, and this is for my sister oh, jo- for Joanne Coyle in Hopewell Junction. Um, she went into kidney failure and is in the hospital. Um, I ask for healing prayers for her full
1: recovery. Well, your request is is heard with love, received with love, and and um, people who want to support. Here we go. Okay, thanks, Mary.
2: Thank you. And, and there
3: was,
1: there was a male voice.
3: Yeah, this is Edward in Louisiana. Uh, I would hey, like Edward. to put... Hi. If they could put uh, Quincy Sheffield, and uh, she's either in Bayou Vista or Berwick. They're right next to each other. This is a last-minute request. that came up just before we came on. Uh, she has really bad eye problems. If they could do anything with that to help her with that, uh, to put her in the love light. Uh I and she and her husband would really appreciate that.
1: Okay. Oh, so is she, is she asking for this help herself? This is for everybody. Yes. We were... Yes. We, we I would never, oh, good, 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 good. Okay.
3: I would never do it without yeah. so permission. We talked about it, but uh, they, they didn't okay. come back okay. and okay. let me know just before we came on.
1: Okay. So for people who... uh who aren't able to get the the uh, permission of the person the what we learned I believe and somebody can correct me please if needed um, we c- the potential can be put out there for their for their healing um, but it's much more effective for the person's healing if if they have if the permission has been given to whoever's speaking it
3: so okay yeah, the way, so where are Standard it is it's a spiritual law that even prayer you should get permission. You know, That's, I think a spiritual okay, law. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, so um, here we go. And, and Edward, what, what is her name again?
3: Her name is Quincy Sheffield.
1: Quincy Sheffield.
3: Okay. Can... Sheffield. She's having terrible eye problems.
1: Be yeah, okay. Here we go for Quincy. Ready? Ten seconds. Go. All
0: right. Let's say goodbye Thank to you. BBS.
7: Thank you. Bye
4: BBS. to BBS. Bye. BBS. <laughs> Thank you to our sources. Let me let, let, let me season. let me just the mention. Morning. Wait 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 wait. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> for just for b b s if we 're still on uh, if if you found this session compelling, we have a number of conference calls we do during the week, and they kind of help everybody to stay in balance as well as petition for positive outcomes on planet earth and uh plus we have 2,000 calls that we recorded that are on this website that you can listen in whenever you want. And the website is thespiritchannel.net. thespiritchannel.net. The Spirit Channel, one word. Okay, back to you.
1: Thank you
4: to Terry. Oh, does anybody does anybody else have a, a verbal request? Well, I I have a verbal request. I would okay. like to put. Um, um, let me see. Rachel, in Newport yeah. Beach in the light for healing. I'd like to put Marty in Costa Mesa in the light for healing for cancer. I'd like to put myself in the light for a prostate issue that has been under control for a couple of years and went out of control and it feels like it's coming back into control. But, um, and it, it kind of screws up my energy. So that's all. Thank you.
1: Okay. Okay. That that request is received with love, and like we said before, um, with permission and without permission, um, the best that we can do is is uh, is go for it. Ask for that help. Thank you.